Hi, it's Dwyer, GamblersAdvisory.com, a free site, BettingAngle.us, a free site. It is July 19th, 2023. Remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Let me just say, I was surprised, very surprised. You have a big fight coming up right between two unbeatens, Stephen Fulton, and let's give Fulton credit. He fought Brandon Figueroa, now he is fighting Naoa Inoue. And of course, Inoue, who is on my very short list. Very short list. As the best pound for pound in the sport. Right, understand he has few peers. This is an unbeaten fighter with a huge knockout punch. Right, you need to look at him like you look at Usyk and Terence Crawford. Right, this is a guy, by the way, who is now moving up to yet another weight class after conquering his last one. Right, he had four belts, four, in his last weight class. And now, of course, he's taking on Fulton who is two inches taller than him. And since we're talking about the lighter weights, that two-inch height gap is big. And, of course, Fulton, you know, has a lot of lateral movement. Fulton's going to be the guy on his back foot. Now, I have a pre-fight video that I stand by, that's still up, that I still believe in, right? Where I believe, in a way, wins this fight going away. Right? I think Inoue is rare. Let me put it to you differently. Angelo Dundee was once asked about Mike Tyson, a big-time knockout puncher on par with Inoue at the time. Right? And Dundee, who firmly believed that his fighter, Muhammad Ali, in his prime, would beat Mike Tyson, right, said dismissively, he walks in straight lines, right? Talking about Tyson. In other words, Tyson, you know where he is. He's walking toward you and stuff like that. Now, um, I don't think Tyson walked in straight lines, but at the time of the interview, Tyson certainly didn't have the lateral movement of, let's say, an Ali. But just understand, one of the best parts of Inoue's game is his foot speed and his patience. This isn't the knockout puncher who comes across the ring and tries to demolish you. No, he has a little bit of a cat and mouse game going where he walks over to you and he lets you move. Then he's cutting off angles and he's patient. In other words, this is the slugger who picks his spots. My dad and I, when my dad was alive, had an argument for years over Joe Lewis, right? My dad's favorite fighter when he was growing up and stuff like that. And, you know, looking at the films, Joe Lewis just didn't have the foot speed. I don't think Joe Lewis translates to today's game, right? Well, just understand, Inoue has the foot speed, but he's measure with how he uses it. 
So I believe he's going to look at Fulton, who is going to be moving around the ring, right, trying to stick and move. Now, I didn't think Fulton looked that good against Brandon Figueroa. I know Fulton wins that fight, gets the decision. Let's just say I thought that was a very close fight. I thought Fulton had some holes in his game. Understand, too, I know Fulton has experience at the higher weight class and is the taller man. But Fulton only has eight KOs. In other words, this is the mover who doesn't have power. Right? So Inoue can pursue him in a way that Inoue would not be able to pursue a Sugar Ray Robinson. Right? A guy who moves, but a guy who has power. Right? A Salvador Sanchez. No, this isn't the boxer-puncher. Fulton, it, to me, is just the boxer. So I'm expecting Inoue to come in. I don't think Inoue is going to get that caught up in Fulton's movement. I think Inoue is going to be thinking about the angles. He's kind of like a Roberto Duran, where he's going to come in and he's going to think about how to cut off the ring. Then I believe he's going to come in with short punches. He's a short puncher like Joe Lewis. He doesn't need a big windup. So a guy who's defensively blessed, like Fulton is, who can see a punch coming and move out of the way, well, with short punchers, you don't see the punch coming. Right? You got a big puncher. He's going to be up on you. He's going to be strategic on when he enters the pocket. He's going to throw very hard shots. Understand, too, I'm someone who believes that when there's a height gap, sometimes it's the shorter man who has the advantage. Inoue is two inches shorter than Fulton. If Inoue can just bend at the waist and fight lower, he might have a clear path to Fulton's body. Understand, lateral movement, guys who know how to lean and get out of the way of your shots, you don't have to headhunt them. Right? You can have a Sam Langford, look him up, philosophy of kill the body and then the rest will collapse. Right? So in a way who has punching power, folks, he is blessed as a puncher. In a way, doesn't have to deal with Fulton's upper body if he can just get to Fulton's body. You understand what I'm saying. Now, all of that said, and I like Inoue in the fight. I think Inoue, because he's a blessed knockout puncher, because he doesn't have to worry that much about Fulton's power, because Fulton had a hard time keeping Brandon Figueroa off of him. And I don't consider Figueroa to be the fighter Inoue is. I'm expecting Inoue to win this fight. I'm expecting Inoue to get a late stoppage. Understand, Nanito Denier goes the distance with Inoue the first time. But Denier has a left hook that is one of the best in the sport. Right? Look at the Vic Darchinian fight. When you're fighting Denier, 
as you come inside, you have to be thinking about that left hook. You can't get reckless. You can't be a daredevil. There's something to think about. With Fulton, there is no left hook. Right? For those who don't know, after beating Denier the first time, in the rematch, by decision, in the rematch, in a way leaves no doubt. Knocks out Denier early in that fight. Right? I would say that Denier is a tougher opponent, as I see it, than unbeaten Stephen Fulton. So you can imagine my surprise, and it is surprising, that Denier, who is one of the best interviewees in the sport of boxing, he really tells you what he thinks, he really tells you like it is, right, as Howard Cosell used to say. Well, let me just say, Denier surprised me. I just want to be upfront with my audience here. Denier gave an interview where he's predicting Fulton beats Inouye. And understand, Denier's not a guy filled with ego who loses to a fighter and then is sore and decides he's going to try to undercut that fighter in, in public. That's not Denier's personality. Right? I believe Denier is saying Fulton is going to beat Inouye because Denier believes Fulton is going to beat Inouye. Right? Denier is pointing out that Inouye is moving up in weight class. That Fulton is the taller guy. Right? That uh, this is a leap too far for Inouye to fight a fighter like Fulton this early as he moves up to a new weight class. Okay, fair enough. You've been warned that Denier, who gave, in a way, his toughest fight, that first fight really was hanging in the balance until, in a way, knocks down Denier. Forget the judges' scorecards, right? We know judges sometimes get it wrong. We're talking past the judges. That first Denier, in a way, fight hung in the balance. That was a highly competitive fight. Then, of course, Inouye hits Denier. Um, I believe it's a body shot. Denier pivots, walks away, hits the canvas. Those are the most devastating knockdowns. Where a guy isn't surprised, right? Where it's not a flash knockdown. Rather, you get hit, you're so woozy that even as you step away from the pocket, you have to go down to the canvas. Right? Well, just understand, Denier, and the interview is up at BoxingScene.com. Denier was predicting that Inouye gets his first loss. It's a bit of a shocker. Right? Because I view this as a fight where you have a mover, think an Ali type, that's who Fulton is, against a fighter, let's say Sonny Liston only with Sonny having foot speed. Sonny knowing that he's fighting a guy with a lot of lateral movement, right? Let's remember how the second 
Ali Liston fight ads, right? Sonny actually figures out how to pursue Ali, then gets hit with what we're calling a phantom punch. I thought it was a real punch as Ali's over by the ropes, right? Just understand, in a way, who's already had a tough fight with Denier, right? In a way, knows he has to stalk Fulton. Fulton is coming in with a rep so big that Denier thinks Fulton's going to beat in a way. So I'm expecting in a way who I'm telling you is clever in terms of how he backs you up. I'm expecting in a way to strategically pick his spots and then to get inside on Fulton and to hurt him. Right? In a way, hits harder than Fulton, even though Fulton is the bigger man. That's how I see that fight. I'm expecting an in a way late stoppage over a very courageous Stephen Fulton. Let me also say too, whatever happens in this fight, I want Fulton to pick up the phone and I want Fulton to call Tyson Fury. I want Fulton to point out that he fought Brandon Figueroa, that he fought in a way, and that this is the way champions do things. Right? Fulton's not giving a lot of interviews, telling fans why he's not fighting the best out there. No, this is a guy who, you know, you hear about Fulton, he's in the ring with a real opponent. Right now, Tyson Fury hasn't fought Ergovic, hasn't fought Usyk, you know, but yet wants to be considered the top of the mountain in the heavyweight division. It's a bit mystifying because Tyson Fury has the talent. But let's just say he's not taking the risks that is Stephen Fulton is taking, right? If Fulton wins this fight, I'll tip my hat to him, right? That's the kind of guy who's very easy to call champ because the guy continues to go out there and he continues to show you he's the champ. Here, he's actually flying to Asia for the fight, right? This is what great fighters do. Right? He's going to the airport. He's flying. He's going to be fighting in Inoue's backyard. Right? If he wins this fight, I'm sure Inoue, who's a sportsman, will come across the ring and shake his hand. Right? Now, Tyson Fury needs to figure out how he can stop criticizing other fighters and stop criticizing commentators. I see he's now going after a well-known YouTube commentator for calling him out. And Fury needs to understand that him fighting Ngamu at a time when the heavyweight division needs leadership, right? At a time where heavyweight fans are fractured, right? You have the Usyk crowd. You have the Joshua crowd. Right? They're coming back. They'll be back if Joshua is able to beat White and Wilder. 
right? All fans want are champions to take championship risks. That's all we want. I'm going to just acknowledge here both of these men. Stephen Fulton, I give him credit. Right? His belts are on the line against a guy who, right now, if he left the sport, would be able to walk into the Hall of Fame. And I'm talking about unbeaten Inouye. Right? And, of course, Inouye, I like his style a lot. Right? It's, okay, I'm going to move up to a new weight class. Who's the big bad wolf at this weight class? It's Fulton. Let's have at it. Let's hope that mindset creeps into the heavyweight division. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I still expect, in a way, to get a late stoppage. Right? Fulton, to me, has to be perfect to make it to the later rounds. He's fighting a master. That's my read on this fight. I hope you leave yours in the comment section of this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.